What is going on, everybody? It's your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., and I'm back on my podcast, Vitamin Sports. You take vitamins every day, just like we talk about sports every day. I need this to end. This is the end of football talk for me until May of training camp for the Baltimore Ravens. This is the last time I'm going to discuss about Lamar Jackson until training camp starts. Everybody has been talking about Lamar Jackson's contract. Everybody talks about the comparisons to previous quarterbacks that the Ravens had to Lamar Jackson. Everybody's talking about Joe Flacco like he's somebody that's off the street. And people in Baltimore don't really appreciate how valuable he was to our franchise. People forget, and I'm talking about people on 88.9 FM. I listened to what they were saying. Shout out to my grandfather for introducing me to that. They were saying some things that I didn't totally agree with. Like some of the stuff they were saying was Joe Flacco wasn't that good or Joe Flacco wasn't what people thought he was. Let me explain something to y'all of who Joe Flacco was. Joe Flacco was drafted in 2008. 2008. He was a rookie. He was 6'6", maybe 250-ish. Wasn't that big of a quarterback. I mean, that's pretty big for Joe Flacco, but he was a prototypical quarterback at the time. He's coming into a situation where the Ravens are getting a new coach and starting to change the narrative. You know, Ray Lewis and them want to win. I don't think people realize when this young man came in, he was decent, but each year he's gotten better and better and better. He just went to the playoffs, you know, from 2008 to 2009 to 2010, 2011, all the way till he won a Super Bowl in 2012. That is extraordinary. And each of those seasons has had above, above, like, above 500, like maybe two games above 500. That is in elite company. And I think a lot of people don't appreciate what Joe Flacco did for our franchise. You know, people were saying, oh, Joe Flacco wasn't doing this. You know, he didn't do that much. Let me tell you something. This man, Joe Flacco, yeah, his first playoffs, he was, they went, what, two and one? I mean, they won two games and then lost one. He went to the AFC Championship. You know, he threw one touchdown and threw three interceptions. Okay, for a rookie, that's bad, but not really bad because he's coming into a new situation. Then he comes back the following year. They I made mean, they made it to the divisional round. Of course they lost. I mean, yeah, they made it to the divisional round, win the wild card, but lost in the divisional round. He didn't throw any touchdown passes. So he regressed. Then two thousand ten. His junior year. Comes in you know, feeling good about herself, but end result, still the same, <laughs> one and one. But he threw three touchdowns and one interception. That's pretty damn good. Then he comes back in 2011. Still one and one. Come on, man. Then the following year after that, but in that divisional year in 2011, he won, uh, he threw four touchdowns and one interception. So I can see the following year, 
contract year. But people don't forget, in 2011, the Ravens offered to pay Joe Flacco. But he had all the opportunity to sit bet on himself because he's made it to the AFC Championship. At the time, he's won, you know, four, if I'm not mistaken, five playoff wins. Yeah, five playoff wins. Yeah, and four playoff losses. So he was five and four. Not bad. Especially in the AFC, Tom Brady was still dominating Peyton Manning. And others, Ben Roethlisberger, of course, Phillip Rivers is still here. So he was in good company. He was in that end of that era company. So he had every opportunity to bet on himself because he's been had playoff success and he's also didn't have playoff success. But his numbers was going up every year. There's some clip in the 2011 season. Not only was Ray Lewis retiring, but Joe Flacco had enough cachet to really put it on what he needed to put on. So the guy went 4-0, won the Super Bowl, threw 11 touchdowns during the sessions, and got the contract of a lifetime. People forget a lot of teams didn't want to see Joe Flacco and the Ravens in the postseason because they were so dominating. And Joe Flacco didn't have that much other than Anquan Bolden, Torrey Smith, and you know, Dennis Pitta. That's not bad. That's not bad company. But this notion that everybody keeps saying the Ravens need, you know, receivers. No, we don't. We've won two Super Bowls without top tier receivers. That should say something. Yeah, we have great talent at the tight end position. But you know what's always a key factor? A stellar defense. That means the formula is offense win games, defense win championships. That is the Ravens' motto. That is the motto that a lot of teams have. And a lot of times that helps win a championship. Offense can just do enough and defense take over to win the game. So I think in order for the Ravens to get back to where they need to be, some things got to change. The quarterback got to step up. The defense got to be historically great or come close to that. And the receivers got to be decent enough to get the job done. Point blank period. Then he comes back two years later, 2014, six touchdowns, two interceptions. Joe Flacco was that man. So for this notion that a lot of Ravens fans forget what he's done, it's crazy. The man has success here. The man was putting up decent numbers to get him in the wild card, and he took it over from that, along with a stellar defense. I don't see that from Lamar Jackson. I see him putting up big numbers, but when it comes to the playoffs, he shrinks like a little mouse. He don't step up. And... If the Ravens want Super Bowls with less, we don't need more. We need just enough to get us there, and we need our quarterback to take over. You can take over in the regular season. That's fine. I want you to take over in the postseason because that's where it really matters. There have been a lot of quarterbacks that have decent, I mean, have great regular season. Great. But you know what gets them a gold jacket? When they perform a high level in the postseason. So, Lamar Jackson, in order you to be in that conversation with Joe Flacco, you need to start putting together some postseason wins. And I ain't talking about go to the divisional round and then just lose. No, we need to go to the AFC Championship. And get getting there 
will be a step in the right direction. We'll be like, yo, we going somewhere. We trying to get where we need to be. And even when I look at Joe Flacco's passing rating, each each year started to, after uh, 2009, started getting high. It went from 90 to 96 to 117 to 100. And average for his playoffs is an 88.6. He still have one of the best postseason records, 10 and 5. That's better than Peyton's. That's better than Aaron Rodgers. It's up there with the best of the best. I can tell you that. It's definitely up there with the best of the best. And Lamar Jackson, can you elevate your game to Joe Flacco's standards? Because for me and other Ravens fans, you're not better than January Joe. You might be better than regular season Joe, but as a whole totality, you ain't better than Joe Flacco. So what makes you think the Ravens would give you a contract like they did for Joe Flacco? See, Joe Flacco had grounds to balance on. He had grounds to where he knew that I can bet on myself because I've made it to the AFC Championship. I've made it there. You haven't. You haven't even made it past the divisional round. We had the number one seed. I can't remember a time where Joe Flacco had the number one seed and we went to the AFC Championship. We always had success in the wild card. And I think that's where we will have success again. But again, I think Lamar needs to take his game to the next level. And I think the Ravens, this draft, should back him up with some good defense. I think the Ravens should draft all defense this year, all defense. If there is a possibility that there's a playmaking guard or maybe tackle, we can get him in a later round. But I think the first three rounds should be defense. If Sauce is there, which he most likely won't be, get him. If the edge rusher from Oregon is there, which he probably won't be. I say get him. Jordan Davis, I know he's going to be there. If I was the Ravens, first pick in the draft of the 2020 NFL draft, Ravens select Jordan Davis from the University of Georgia. Add pass rusher with uh, rotation with um, Cincinnati. We got Calais Campbell coming back for another two years, which means the Ravens are really trying to keep the veteran presence on that defense, which is smart. But at the same time, can't be out here giving free money away. So, um, I see that being a good – the next pick should be a corner. Hopefully, there will be a corner from uh, Clemson. I forgot his name. He should be available. If not, the cornerback from Oregon. We need speed at that position and ball hawking. And those two guys provide speed and ball hawking. Now, physicality. They will have to learn that on their own. I would like sauce for that, but sauce don't have speed. If we had Marcus Peters and not uh, uh, Marlon Humphrey, then I would say put sauce on the other side. But since we have Marlon Humphrey over there, sauce has decent speed, but he these guys in the AFC are very fast. So that would be a good piece.
and then 88.9. Y'all need to stop with the prototypical quarterback because no quarterback right now is prototypical. Yeah, they might got the hype for it, but no prototypical has speed like Josh Allen, speed like um, Daniel Jones, speed like Lamar Jackson, speed like, you know, guys like that. Everybody talks about, you know, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes. Those are magicians. Those are the guys that have good pocket presses, but they're mobile quarterbacks, not scramblers. They're mobile. The difference between scramble is you got speed like you're very fast, and it's it's not really designed. It's like it's rarely you'll see them run. Well, scramblers they always scramble. That's why teams always keep them contained. Um, like Aaron Rodgers, he's mobile. He's in that magician category. Tom Brady just has good pocket presence. He's not really mobile. Josh Allen is a combination of mobile and a scrambler because he likes to run. He likes to throw his body, so he's more of a traditional can eating kind of guy. But this notion that people are being more prototypical, it's going out the window because defensive linemen, linebackers, edge rushers, corners, safeties are just as fast as these quarterbacks. But it's really taking a hit with these defensive linemen because you got defensive linemen out here that's fast. Like a Jordan Davis, like a, a Michael Parsons, like a Calais Campbell, you know, like a, um, a Aaron Donald. These defensive linemen out here are hungry. They like lions chasing gazelles. And after a while, they start to outsmart the gazelle. And that's what I'm starting to see with these, you know, defensive linemen. So the NFL is changing more. Is adding more credentials to what college is represented. You know, pistol offenses, uh, option, you know, stuff like that. That's the direction we're going in. That's why defensive personnel or defensive coordinators are get paid the big money to study and stop those guys. So NFL is changing. So I think old school, old heads need to get that out their mind that NFL is going to stay the same. It's not. It's, 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 it's really not because it's everybody's getting faster. Everybody's getting better. Everybody's 10 times better than the ones that came before them. It applies the same way with the NBA, the MLB. Things change. People adapt. People evolve. Sometimes you got to really sit back and really listen to what you're saying. And there's a lot, there's a lot of fan talk right now. And people are antsy because football is so amazing and it's one of those sexy sports that people can't get enough of it. So that's why they always talk about it every year. Don't talk about baseball. You don't talk about basketball hmm. or any other sport because football is just so grandless, so violent. I'm starting to notice a lot of people like boxing a lot because it's violent. Um, it's just one of those things where people should really sit back and really think. And I talked about this previously, you know, people talking about what Lamar Jackson need. How about Lamar Jackson just need to get better? But we but look at it. We're talking about this in his what's this? His fifth year when he should have already been had that mentality. How we have that mentality for Lamar Jackson, but Lamar Jackson doesn't have that mentality for himself. I don't see that he wants to get better. I just see that he wants to do what he wants to do. And like a previous person told me, uh, Lamar Jackson watched film. Lamar Jackson watched Cat in the Hat. 
you watch other things that don't make sense to football. So, until he does that, he got to get better, man. And that's the only way the Ravens going to get better. The formula that I put out, once we get a, a stellar defense, like 2012 or 2019, we're not going to go far. Our quarterback can only take us but so much, but our defense definitely plays a part in that too. Um, I want to come to a conclusion with this. I heard some news about, you know, Dwayne Haskins. I want to send prayers out to his family. You know, it's hard to lose a young man like that. But um, it's kind of hard. Shout out to Washington and the Steelers for being in the presence of that great uh, great young man and uh, the Merlin community, because I know he grew up in, uh, I think it's PG County, or if I'm not mistaken, somewhere in those counties. So my condolences to the family. I want to thank God, family, friends, and this is why I'm a sports, man. Y'all got to stay tuned. Y'all got to get lit, man. Get lit. Send me feedback. I'm only going to get better. Hey, man, stay tuned. I got more coming soon.